for life. For life. Everybody, welcome to Dragon Talk from Mount Palsa to the 20th World Martial Arts Tournament. I'm Steven Carrillo. Kyle Stoken. Rene Jr. So, today, we're talking about Dragon Ball. Why? Why? Yeah. I thought about doing something new. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, we talk about green beans every episode, so might as well talk about Dragon Ball. Well, I just, and you know, I don't want to get in a rut or anything. Oh, no, no, no. In today's Jenga chapters, from 285 to 290, there is a body switch. Before we get to that, we should talk about some of our favorite body switches in other media. Body switch. Who wants to, who wants to go first? Uh, there's a Teen Titans episode where Raven and Starfire switch bodies. Why is that? Because it's Friday and they're quite freaky. They change bodies because of some Puppet Master, I think it's... I don't know, I think it's called Puppet Master. I don't know if you guys remember the villain there. I really can't remember the guy. Well, some dude tried to get all the Teen Titans into, like, little dolls. Into puppets, I guess. And Oh, yeah, some... like, get their souls yeah. in these orbs or something? Yeah, I forgot why, but, like, for some reason, it messed up when he was grabbing Raven and Starfire. And then they switched bodies. Uh, yeah, it's all coming back to me. Now that you say that. They have to rescue the rest of the team as those switched individuals. Which makes it really interesting... Because Starfire's power relies on emotion, and Ravens relies on kind of holding back emotion, you know. Well, it's yeah, still relying on the emotion. Well, you know what I mean, like. But it's just like in the opposite direction. And controlling it, I guess. I don't know. I think Raven was more about her trying to just keep control of her powers because it, she was always afraid of if her power, if she let her emotions went out, it would be more destructive. Exactly. And each of them kind of find out, you know, what's it like to be in each other's shoes, like literally. <laughs> you know how they, they get a better understanding of the other. Exactly. Like how, uh, uh, how emotional Starfire is. Raven's like, oh shit, well, I gotta feel emotions to me. <laughs> I gotta, you know, let them go to use these powers. Yeah, and that they could have been... Has, yeah, Starfire has to kind of hold back on it, you know? It could have been real stupid. And it wasn't. Because I think it's a real cheesy idea because it kind of comes from, like, I don't know, really bad superhero comics. I don't like, know if, if you look at... Uh, wasn't there... Yeah, that happened in uh, that Scooby-Doo movie, right? Where they switch bodies. Um, they and the first thing oh, yeah. you said... First thing one of them says is, I'm going to go look at myself naked now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the live action movie. Yeah. I'm going to look at myself naked. It's, I guess it's real. It's like a real easy story to do. But I feel like that Teen Titans episode went out of their way to make it work. Work and make it worthwhile. Like they, they got character building out of it. Character development. So. Yeah. Those guys are good writers. Whoever wrote that episode. It was me. You you can write? Uh, no. Kyle? Alright. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Justice League Unlimited because there's an episode where they're trying to figure out what Luther is doing. So uh, they get Dr. Fate, kind of a, a medium or something, 
while using the flash for some reason cut connect to luther's mind and something goes wrong magically so luther is trapped in flash's body and flash is trapped in luther's body luther is running around the station just causing mayhem and trying to get off the station so he can do more of his thing while the flash is trying to be incognito and try to buy time so he can figure out a way to get out of the situation because you're super villains especially people that not only hate him but hate uh luther as well the voice actor who does uh the flash in the cartoon was also the actor who did a lex uh smallville uh lex luther so when he pulls a you know it's just funny how that he kind of duels between them and i think the funniest line uh if i could add one more thing the funniest line was where the villain who's a scientist i think his name is dr polaris or something he had he's like going to the flash uh in luther's body he's like going oh yeah if you're the real luther what's my real name uh well smoke bomb that's the best line. Well, not smoke bomb. He just runs away. You know, he uses a distraction so he can run away from the bad guys. That's not the line that everyone knows from that episode, though. Yeah. No, the one was, uh, you know, huh? I wonder what's his identity. I don't know this guy. I have no idea who this is. But yeah, no, it's because I'm evil line. Because another villain catches him leaving the bathroom without washing his hands. Oh, I forgot about that. That's the one. That that's like that, the one thing everyone knows that from that memorable? episode. That's super. It's like the that's been like memed. Oh my god, Kyle! Wow, <laughs> where, have you, where have you been? Have you been on the internet? Thought, I heard that more. Have you ever been the internet? Damn. Yeah. Come on, man. Hey, I don't read what you guys read on your internet. The, our internet. We have the same internet, man. Yeah. Well, not for long. Ooh, Kyle gets oh, political. Shit, gets 2018. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. Anyway, right, what's yours? Uh, I guess I'll have to go to uh, Spider-Man once again and reference the uh, Superior Spider-Man storyline. What, what do you mean? What's that? Where in uh, Doc Ock gets his like final revenge on Spider-Man by switching bodies, putting Peter in his old decrepit dying body, and him into Spider-Man's sweet, awesome, super-powered body. And I think it's the it's the best version of the body swap story ever. I think so, because... So far. Well, first, it starts off, like, real sad, because Peter dies. He dies in Doc Ock's body. Peter Parker? Yeah. Oh. And at the point of his death, I guess their minds are still, like, semi-linked. So, as he dies, his whole life flashes before his eyes, and Doc Ock witnesses it. And Doc Ock comes away like, I get it. <laughs> I totally get why you're Spider-Man now. So, Peter makes him promise, or he doesn't make him promise, but he's like... You gotta, you gotta keep doing the right thing, man. If I can't be there, I need somebody to be there for me in my place. So Doc Ock decides that like, he's gonna be Spider-Man in Peter's body, but he's not gonna be just Spider-Man. He's gonna be he's a gonna superior Spider-Man. I wonder if he was. Well, that's the thing. Like he takes different approach. Like he takes a supervillain approach to being a superhero. A super. Well, the reason why it's good is uh, you you come away because for me, Doctor Octopus has always been like uh, just I don't know. Like a, a comic book villain. Like, he's never been more than that. He's just been some silly, haha, I'm evil, I'm gonna do the bad thing for money. But going through this, like, you learn about his backstory, his upbringing, uh, just how he reacts to everyday situations. He becomes like a, a fleshed out character for the first time for me. And like his interactions with other villains, it's, it's, he becomes important. I don't refer to him to, I say Doc Ock now for this conversation, but now whenever I talk about him, I say Otto. 
I don't say Doc Ock. He's become a innocent, like, you know, you know what I mean? I get what you yeah, mean. You're on first name basis with the guy. Because I'll say Spider-Man, but like when I'm talking to you guys, I won't say Spider-Man. I'll say Peter Parker. Like, I won't, Parker. you know, Cap. I don't say Cap. I say Steve Rogers because, you know, you know, you know, man. Because we know their real names. You know, they're, come on. You know what I mean? Like, they, they mean something more than just their title. I see the, you know. Yes, we know who they are. We don't say Batman. We say Bruce Wayne. Oh, my God. You know, we don't say the Peaks guy. We call him John. <sighs> I don't know if you just, you're not getting me or you're I messing get, with me. I got you. I think he's messing with either you. Way, either I way. Because we don't say the dog. We say Mars. What? Mars is my dog's name. Anyways. Okay, Maybe that makes um, sense to somebody. Hey, it made sense to me because um, I, I get it, man. I really do. And of course, it's a superhero comics. No one really dies. So Pete manages to make a comeback. Spoilers. But it's I won't tell you how. But I think it's the best way to bring someone back. Yeah. Like I, I, never, I didn't see it coming. It was all in front of you the entire time. Yeah, it was really good. I'm planning on getting the Omnibus. There's never going to be an Omnibus. I don't know why you keep hoping for those. You don't think so? Um, they rarely make omnibuses. That's such a, like a Spider-Man. You don't think they're gonna make one for a Superior Spider-Man? Have they made an omnibus for any other arc? Um, not for a while. It's super great. If you like Spider-Man or superheroes, or just I don't know, I want a different take on something that everyone knows. It's a, it's a good read. It's I think Indeed, it's one of the best. It's the, one of the best Spider-Man years. stories in in a long time. Anyways. Oh, uh, Stephen, is there any honorable mentions? There was an honorable mention. Uh, since Kyle hasn't seen it, we won't delve into it. If you, if anyone listening hasn't seen the movie Your Name, it's an animated film from Japan called Your Name. Your the whole movie's the whole movie's about a mo- uh, body swap, oh. and it's real nice and and I don't know, it's a drama. It's real dramatic. Down and, to Earth. Yeah, it's a love story. It's a bit of a comedy, but it's a uh, comedy. But it has, but it has a lot of, uh, you know, a slice of life kind of thing to it. Why are you describing it? You haven't seen it. <laughs> I've seen previews, and that's what I got from the trailers. Anyways, have if you've not seen your name, uh, fix that. Yeah, it's really good. I'll work on that. He's, he's uh, never gonna watch it. He's never gonna watch it. Can we get to Dragon Ball here, or are we get, are we gonna dedicate a whole podcast of stuff I'm not gonna watch? Oh, that's long. so many things. That'll be too long. It's like any anime after 1995. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. It's not true. <gasps> Anyways. Uh, okay, Dragon Ball. Last time on Dragon Ball. Uh, uh, where did we leave off? Uh, Ginyu Force stuff, right? Yeah. Any, you know uh, what's about to happen, right? What? Freeza. Freeza. Free- Freezer, freezer, freezer. Goku is powering the fuck up. Yeah, uh, Goku's like, uh, he's demolished the Ginyu Force and like, he's about to take on the captain. He's, yeah, right? Might even flinched, you know? Yeah. He's like, Ginyu, you're not even strong enough for me. Fuck off, homie. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck off my dick, bro. That's what Goku said to Ginyu. Yeah, he goes Kaioken to show off how strong he can get. Yeah. And he, like, triples Ginyu's estimate. <laughs> and he looks like he kind of... His hair looks like he went Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That, that first panel of him powering up, I think Toriyama's just... Like, he gets better with the power-up drawings every time. 
Is Captain Ginyu. Where is this where he starts wanting Goku's body? Look, well, hold, hold on, hold on. Before he's 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 amazed by his strength. He's awed. And and Jace is like, how can a Saiyan be that strong? And they can't, right? Well, that's what Goku. Like Goku even says, like this isn't even the, the worst of it. Like this is nothing compared to what I can do in like short little bursts. But he does a little bit though. What? They're saying that he's he's a super saiyan probably. Yes. He's like, yo, I don't know what that means. Ganyu's over dramatic ass. How could this be? As <laughs> <laughs> he screams to the sky. You know, if you had asked me a couple weeks ago how I felt about the Ginyu Force, forgettable. But rereading but... it now, like, I like them so much. At least Ginyu and Raccoon. I like them so much more. I don't know. Now I kind of appreciate their, their campiness. Years later, yeah. They're pretty funny. But uh, Jace lets lets out that uh, a Super Saiyan, that's the only thing freezes some of fears. Oh, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, speaking of Super Saiyans, did you guys hear Toriyama's explanation of how Super Saiyans work? No. That, came out, that came out recently? He said that they turn blonde and they have blue eyes. No, like how, well, how they blonde. turn Super Saiyan. Uh, they dye their hair and they have contacts. Is that what he said? No. Oh. Then Do I... you want to know? Sure. Just tell me. He says they can turn Super Saiyan when they have enough S cells in their body. Oh my god, is this the Metachlorians all over again? He gave them a Metachlorian explanation. Oh god my. damn it. Be George Lucas that. So basically, if they have cell... S-cells. Like, dormant cells from cell in their no. bodies. Nobody no. said that. No. <laughs> if they have the letter S in their cells, then they're capable of going... Yeah. Super. It's the amount of S-cells in their body plus, like, trauma or something? I don't know. So if they have two S's... Or Super Saiyan, then they could turn no, Super Saiyan. Not at all. But uh, yeah, that's the thing that uh, I think I'm just gonna ignore. Yeah, just ignore it. Or he's. I think Toriyama's going into crazy old man territory. <laughs> maybe. Or like maybe he just just like. Or, or maybe he's just tired of people I'll, asking him questions, so he Saiyan. asked. He has the little uh, yellow orbs on his back. Remember? I don't think anyone asked him. I think it was, was just an interview, and he brought it up. Oh, I thought it was yeah. one of those questions where I'm sick of everyone telling him, so I'm just going to give an excuse. There, you happy? Now leave me alone. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. I don't feel like he's a guy to get angry or annoyed. People being interested in his work. I think he just he just said it because he's becoming a crazy old man. We are all turning into crazy old men. I mean, you maybe, but <laughs> I want him to turn to Roshi. <gasps> if only. Well, Stephen, it will happen to you. Never. Yeah. It will. It by mark my words, it will. <laughs> I have too many. I have too many S cells, Kyle. Yeah. Well. Anyways. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, let's get back to it. Uh, Goku once again tells him. Uh, it's like, yo, I'm so strong, you can't win, so <laughs> why don't you just leave? 
And then Genji's like, Wait, nah, son. You mean you're just gonna let us go? Well, yeah, Goku mentions, like, I know you believe in a fair fight, and I don't feel like killing you. <laughs> like, I know he's trying to be a good guy here, but he's coming off as real dismissive. No, I feel like he kills people pretty easily. Well, he can, but, like, I no, feel I like he's not, he's not... He's been killing he's, people all along. Goku? Yeah, like, he's older now. He's mature. Now he realizes that as a kid, he's been killing people. Well... I'm just saying, like, he's not, he's not doing any favors for Ginyu's pride. I guess that's true, but it has nothing to do with Kid Goku killing people. Well, this none of this has anything to do with Kid Goku killing people. I just told you. I just mentioned it. I know you mentioned I, it. I'm a little, I'm a little confused yeah. why, to be honest. Oh. I'm just saying. Because if you were listening, you would know that Frieza's going on his way to Elder um, Slug Guy. Elder Slug Guy? And, um, Slail, Slugnail. Uh, he got his power. So we should just say Elder Guru. Oh, it's his name right. Elder, uh, Elder, Elder, and Elder Namek. The oh, Elder. Elder Slugru. Anyway, what's what's the uh, Elder up to? He untapped. Then then days, hidden potential. For annoyance. And then like, he sent them off. You think this is how Dende learned how to heal? Or did he always have that ability? No, because we haven't seen said. it. But now it's stronger, and he can fly faster now because of the whole hidden... Has he done it yet? Have we seen him use the healing ability? No. Mm, I don't think so. So maybe, like, this is it? How do you know, though? Maybe he's seen it before. Or maybe Guru gave him the knowledge, you know? Or maybe Guru is like, this little dude is the next me. He might. Why not? So Frieza let Dente go by. Because he's like, well, it's just a fucking flea, whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, he's just... he. You know, actually, he said it in the quote, so these are the last remaining Namekians are right there. So I have a question about his... I have a question about Frieza's chair. Go on. Basically, Why? Why not? But it's got like a I little mean, jet, people... a little jet engine on the bottom, mm-hmm. so it can so hover it... and all that other stuff. But why? Why can't he just fly? Because he because doesn't. if you're all powerful, you know you're not gonna want to waste effort. I mean, it's like why why would those people get those you know those little wheel things that I think it's called a Segway. So you think Frieza's chair is like the space version of a Segway? Yes. Electric skateboard. That's not a bad theory. I feel like it works. Yeah. I don't like it when you encourage him. He's right. Is he? I feel like that satisfies my question. I don't like your question. I don't like you. That's fair. No one likes anyone on this podcast. (laughs) So now, like a friendly gentleman, goes outside to help the poor old ugly looking thing <laughs> I must ask you to leave <laughs> <laughs> you're too damn ugly and he I basically says you need to be polite sir because know who you're talking to know your place and I was like go fuck yourself yeah he's real in Frieza's face like he doesn't <laughs> he don't give a shit no he tells him that if you kill the Grand Elder then no Dragon Balls are also gone well, it's, he basically, he sees Guru, and he's like, 
huh, he does look different. I guess he might be right about this. So I'm going to beat it out of this tiny guy until you, Elder, tell me how to do this. How to, how to tell me how to use the Dragon Balls. I leave it to you, Nail. Do your thing. And I was like, I fucking got this, bro. And then... There's a real album in this cover of Goku with a scouter. Why is that, though? Why does he have a scouter? It's so weird. He doesn't need a scouter because he can just feel energies. What if something happens to his feeling powers? Uh, I don't think Frieza has that ability to sense power level. No, we're no, we're talking about the cover. Oh, yeah, the Goku cover. Never mind. Anyways. I feel like he doesn't pay attention when we talk. No, well, I think we all do that. Fair enough. I'm now, sorry, I'm just now, having a hard time with my uh, with my thing. All right, go ahead. Nell leads Frieza away from the mountain, so when they fight, they don't kill uh, the Elder on accident. Because that's gonna, he's gonna be fine on his own. And uh, yeah, they get ready to fight. He powers. How up. strong is uh, Nail? Really strong. Forty-two thousand. Wow. Forty-two thousand. I think isn't that still weaker than Ginyu or? Yeah, no. it is. Ginyu's what was like Goku? Not. I think Goku's now one hundred eighty thousand. Okay, so yeah, he's nothing compared to the Ginyu Force. But he is the strongest Namekian, so... I mean, right now. I'll fight you with only my left arm. Which is a dick move, but whatever. Well, I like how Frieza's like going, My power level is only 530,000. But don't fret, I won't plan to... I don't plan to fight you at my full capacity. Well, this is how he kind of shows how he's gathered so many mana under him. By uh, He's like, well, you're real strong. Why don't you just work for me instead? And then he kind of... Yeah, boy. Would and you... That's how, that's how Frieza got another... Yeah. And Nail, Nail's not cool with that. Why not? He he's very He's very loyal. You get to kill people. This pose of him, like, launching at Frieza, like, it looks real wild. So Frieza takes Nail's arm. Oh, hold on, hold on. Chris is talking about this panel. Because Nail got shit on But hey, whoa, hold up. What? Let me talk about this panel. We already passed it. No. Yeah, I mentioned it like before Kyle's little number thing. What? You're moving so fast. You guys aren't moving fast enough. I'm going to talk about the panel. Do you? Talk about the panel. Great. Do you? Do you? It's an amazing panel. It's all wild and it's just a decent enough panel. You're right. It's not decent. It's more than decent. It's just the it's just so much like the way Piccolo fights in the way where he's just it's not like a martial arts pose. It's it's animal like. You know the way because you know what I mean. Yeah, man, we got it. Whatever. Super beastly. Continue. All right. Well, then Nell just tries to chop at a. Frieza, which is really weird. I figured you want to punch him. Thinking he was trying to behead him. Yeah, punch. You can't behead with a punch. Uh, maybe you can't. He's trying to do what like Vegeta did to Goldo by punching him. No, chop. One clean chop that would decapitate them. That's a weird punch. Why? Look, it's we've seen it effectively used before. Why does it confuse you now? 
And when he tries to punch him, now take. Oh my god. Frieza takes Nell's arm. And he rips it apart. Like a fucking animal. He grows it back. We've seen this. We've seen Piccolo do this. Obviously, Nell can do this. Wait, for real? I thought only Piccolo can do it. Anyway, it's a cut back to Goku. And Ginyu's way happy about how strong Goku is. So when uh, Jason holds the, the scouter, he knows Jason, right away what's going to happen. Yeah, he confirms that his theory is right. And Ginyu kind of strikes himself. He, he yeah, he impales himself with his own fist to his in chest. Heart. In the heart. In in possibly yeah. the most surprising strategy of all time. <laughs> I think it's a good strategy. Yeah, let me defeat. Let me see if I can defeat my opponent by damage, uh, critically damaging myself. Yeah, how surprising! How surprised was uh, Goku? Huh? Yeah, he's like, "Don't worry, Super Saiyan, but uh, I've taken a liking to your body." <laughs> he's like, "What?" And he just yells, "Change!" And then Goku's like, oh, "Okay then." And they switch. They switch bodies. Yeah. Would look honestly if you had not seen this before. Could you ever see that coming? No. Not really. That's such a wild like thing to happen. Goku was kind of relieved at first. At what? Because when he, when he wanted Goku's body, maybe he thought some other things. Goku doesn't know anything about that. Fair enough. But yeah, I just what? I can't... Such like a shocking twist. I can't imagine... Switching bodies? Well, first the, your... the impaling himself... And then the switch. It's great. I just I just want to point out what an amazing scene that is. So then... Oh my god. Genku? I was going to say, is one of my favorite tracks from the American soundtrack on the anime. The Bruce uh, Falconer soundtrack. The the Ginyu's theme. The uh, Yeah. If you ever get a chance... The Team 4 Star one. Huh? The Team 4 Star one? What? We're talking about Team 4 Star? No. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. No, no, nobody's talking about Team Four Star. You're the only one who references Team Four Star in this. What? Why? I don't know why. But why are you referencing the anime when reading the manga, you bastard? Because it's relevant. It's not. It is the track, the the, the theme, the theme that gives you change. Every time Cal mentions the anime, you're like, "Don't talk about the anime. It's not has nothing." Well, no, because he takes the anime as like gospel. Like it, this is the way it happened in the anime. I don't understand why it's like this in the manga. I don't take it as a gospel. I take it as, "Oh, that's what I saw at first. Yes, exactly like you. No, I'm referencing the music. Exactly like you. The music is a big part of this, right? Because I use it in the podcast. I wish you did. I wish you did. I didn't. You wish I didn't. I wish you did. Anyways, it's a great track. The Ginyu change theme. So they Go head listen. back to the spaceship. Oh my god. See? <laughs> Rushing. <laughs> I just like to do it when you're talking as well. Anyways. Everyone's gone. And Goku has to kind of hover his way to safety. Or not safety. To the freezer ship. Yeah, he wants to warn Gohan and the others. But he can't. Because he's weak. At least not quickly. So they go to Boma to get the radar. Who's they? Krillin and the Gohan. Boma, like usual, is 
being bitchy about everything because she doesn't know what's going on. Well, I feel like she's justified in this part. Gohan finds the radar. He finds the radar and they take off again. They do tell but her. Not before, not before letting Bulma know. They tell her Goku is here and he's hella strong. Bulma the, says, I never thought he'd grow up to be such a dashing guy. Sure, Yamcha's supposed to be my boyfriend, but all we ever do is fight. Maybe I missed the boat on that one. Wow. That's fun. That's a little <laughs> like, maybe I chose the wrong guy. Mm -hmm. I like it. What do you think? What do you think? Would you have liked that change? That would have been interesting. I don't like Boma. So, what's but... Position? See, look, well, see, you're doing it. You, you get discuss, man. Don't just... Not bad. It's just you guys still talking about Boma, and nobody cares about Boma. Well, everyone cares about Boma. I thought nobody cared about Boma. I think you're the only one that hates Boma more. I don't hate it's her. A, we're talking, uh, we're talking theories and shit. Why, why, why skip forward? I didn't know that was a theory and shit. I'm asking. What are you asking? How would you have liked that? Would you? Would you? How would you feel about that change if that happened? I don't feel, and I wouldn't. <laughs> Done. I, Stephen, I don't think he's interested in this conversation. He's not interested in this podcast right now. I'm not interested in your Boma-related theories. Oh, my God. Anyways. They, so, they, what happened? That's the uh, ship, and uh, Vegeta's there. And he's trying to figure out where what Frieza did with the Dragon Balls. So he uh, he can't find them, so he decides to just... He cleans up, he finds some not-destroyed armor... An older version, which uh, I like. I like this design a little more. Cause no shoulder pads. I don't like the shoulder pads. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, but uh, it's weird it's for like, like an older version to be more streamlined, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's no flaps or shoulder pads. I mean, it's really. They could have added that. The f yeah. The f shoulder pads because they thought it was more protective. You know. Yep. Maybe they figured that this one didn't have enough protection. But uh, at that moment, uh, Krillin and Gohan arrive on the scene. And uh, with, their, with their radar... It looks like they know where they're going. I like, I like Krillin's little crouchy pose of him like kind of staring at the ground. I don't know. It's fun. It's nice. In the shadows, though, Vegeta's he's, he's planning. He's scheming. He's going he's gonna to yep. pop out at the last second and steal their wish. Come forth, Sharon, grant us our wish. Krillin makes the attempt to summon. Nothing Vegeta's, happens. Vegeta's kind of angry. They're like, that's it. That's the password. That's so simple. And yeah, like Kyle said, uh, nothing happens. That sucks, man. He doesn't even know what Shen Shenron is. Yeah, he doesn't understand what's going on. Krillin's all upset. And Vegeta's he's again more angry. He's like, these guys don't even know what they're talking about. Why did I even believe them? <laughs> they sent some energies. And Goku and uh, Shizet's arrives at the scene as well jace that's what i said but little do they know that this is a ginyu ginyu and goku's body well it's funny i thought that was just fun you know goku coming back to earth in uh his old gi but using ginyu's body on the uh nimbus and gohan's like going uh is this a bad dream can i wake up now yeah, it's it's just fun. Uh, where's this like? What if I don't know? I want to see this this Goku at the Cell Games. At the Cell Games? 
Do you think he would have been able to keep up with a Vegeta like this at all? No. No? It would have I don't think so. Even with training, I don't think he would have. He just would have fallen behind? Forever. What do you think a depressed think Goku he... would be like? A depressed Goku? You think he'd get depressed or you think he'd just keep trying? I think he'd just keep trying. Yeah. Or maybe he would know. try harder to try to get Gohan to unlock his power. I think this is because like this is like the one thing that matters to him, and he can't have it anymore. He'll, he would find a way to get it. So yeah, Goku or Ginyu and Jace arrive at Frieza's ship, and they just notice that the Dragon Balls are no longer buried. And uh, Krillin, seeing a familiar face, he jumps on out like, "Oh my God, you beat him! That's real cool. We were scared. We thought you were Ginyu or something." <laughs> Goku starts asking, or Ginyu starts asking some obviously not Goku questions. Ginku. So he's like, how did, how did you know the Dragon Balls were here? No, the Raider. And uh, you, didn't, you didn't make your wish? And Krenn's like, what, what's wrong, Goku? <laughs> what are you, you're not making any sense right now. Do you think it's ridiculous that Krillin couldn't figure it out? Or it makes sense that he couldn't figure it out? It makes sense. There's zero clues that yeah. A, Ginyu could do this. Because I was mad at first, and then I kind of realized, yeah, I guess you can really, like, there's no way to know, you know? Yeah. And, you know, Goku's convinced people to join his side before. Why not Jace? That's true. Right. I guess the giveaway is, like, uh, he asks, uh, why are you wearing the Scouter? Yeah, that would have been my first question. Hey, dude, uh, why are you wearing the Scouter? And uh, Gohan knows, but I think it's not because it's obvious. I think it's just because it's intuitive. Like, probably the way he's standing, and... Do you think he sounds like Goku, too? Yeah, but, like, deeper, no? I mean, I'm sure, like, it's it's, it's it doesn't sound the same as Goku, but you I think like it's the same? He talks like Goku. Because I know... I don't remember how uh they did it in Kai, but I know in, like, the, the OG dub for Dragon Ball, uh, they just had the... I think his name is Bryce Belling, who plays Ginyu, just voice him there. And they, they just had Goku's actor do the Goku and Ginyu's body. What a piece of shit. I think, I think that it would have been funner if they uh, are more yeah, fun if they did impressions of each other. Yeah. That that actually would have made more sense. That you know, be... that, you know, for Ginyu to have an infiltration ability. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they did it in Kai. Maybe I don't they, remember. We don't know. Have you seen Kai? I have, but it's been a long time. Me too. Yeah, you're right. Anyways. Shit. Krillin takes the hit from, from Ginyu. And then? He's confused. Like, he, he doesn't. He still doesn't really get what Gohan's saying. But like, I guess Ginku tells them, hey, we switch bodies. Because this one is stronger. And then they do like a pose, right? Yeah, love the pose. Ginyu-sama, you did one switch bodies. <laughs> and Nah, nah, that's not possible. Like, people can't do that. And he's like, yeah. And Goku's like, I'll, let me prove it to you. But we cut back to, to Goku. The, the hovering dead... He's just kind of... He's yeah. just slowly dying, you know, from bleeding. Yeah, but that, this gives him a lot of time to think. And he realizes uh, he doesn't feel super comfortable in this body, so that means Ginyu probably doesn't know how to control his either. Yeah. I imagine it takes a while for him to learn how to his how the body works and stuff. Sure. But he doesn't realize that uh, Goku's power-up was mostly due to the Kaioken. He doesn't. He doesn't realize That's... it was a technique. Stupid Ginyu. It's a fair. Hey, does that fair... mean? Huh? Not for me. I, I was just gonna it. ask if. Uh, I was just gonna ask uh, if Goku knew, 
would he be able to do the Kaioken in Ginyu's body? I think absolutely. Because it's a that would actually, right? yeah. Why, yeah, you know, like, I thought you have to train your body to to do the Kaioken. That might be, yeah, th- that might be a little hitch in that strategy. Like, yeah. But Ginyu's super strong, so like, Maybe, yeah, right. and they're stronger than Vegeta. Like, I don't know. I feel like he'd be able to figure it out. I just, hmm. That makes me want to go back to the whole Goku staying in Ginyu's body and seeing how that turns out. Yeah, I guess you're right. Do you think there'd be a Goten still? A Gotenks? Goten. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be this weird loner that nobody likes anymore because of his face. Are you sure Goku wouldn't go depressed? He might. No, I don't feel like they try to make a baby again. You know what I mean? I feel like Chi-Chi will accept him, but I don't know if Trying to make a I doubt it. I mean, you, you know, he. I could probably just go to Shenron. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Right? And wish for his old body. And actually, yeah, that would work, actually. You know? But they, they that's definitely. If they, that's if they succeeded here in Planet Amic, though. Yeah, you're right. They probably wouldn't. Okay. I mean, they, they do have three wishes. So if they did, you know, resurrect their friends, and, you know, maybe they could have, uh, you know, used one of the wishes for Goku to have his body switched back. I feel like I'm pretty satisfied with that then. Anyways. Yeah, anyway. So, Gojun finally uh, catches up. Goku. No, no, no. It's Goyun. My bad, that's my bad. It's Goyun. He yells up to, to Krillin and Gohan. He's like, yo, that's not, that's not me. Look, I'm here. I'm the big ugly purple guy. And then... And they buy it. I mean, I guess at this point they'd have to, right? Yeah. But he mentions about the whole being used to the body thing. He's no match for you two. Give it everything you've got. Because he does not do the character. Mm-hmm. And he tries, though. God! <laughs> to go Kaioken, and he can't. 23,000. Like, he's weaker than the nail. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. That makes me wonder her, how strong Goku is without Kaioken. Not so strong. Like maybe he's still like technically weaker than. No, I don't know. Who knows? Do you think he used Kaioken to beat Raccoon and Birder? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he did like in short bursts, like you said. You know. So maybe he's not all that strong. <laughs> maybe Goku was never that strong. It was just tricks. Like it was just like Kaioken he was putting to good use. I think it was just mirrors and shit. Oh. Just like Satan. Fake, fake news. Saint. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Krillin, Krillin, after uh, landing a good hit on Ginyu, realizes, oh, he's right. <laughs> We're so much better than this guy. He's a piece of shit. And then, but I guess uh, Cheddar Cheese tries to help when Vegeta gets in the way. Yeah, well, obviously when uh, there's no chance of him losing, of course Vegeta has the courage to step up. Right. Yeah. So it looks... Looks like the Ginyu Force are outnumbered and outmatched. Yeah, for once they're on the receiving end of their their whole team thing. Yeah, because <laughs> they can't beat them. And they fight. Okay. They fight, and uh, Ginyu keeps proving to be not that strong. Vegeta's proven that he's about the same, if not stronger than, uh, or he is stronger than than Chase, right? Oh yeah. Like, I don't think it was... I don't think this fight was very difficult for Vegeta. Yeah. 
Cause uh Yeah, that's savage. Yeah, first off that kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that up kick, that's a fantastic kick. I haven't seen a kick that good in a long time. I think uh if I had to be super critical, I'd say the butt looks a little weird. But other than that. Other than that, like that's that's such a well drawn kick. Like it's so Other than your butt fetish, it's really good. I'm no, I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking, don't chill. Hey. It's a great it's a great kick. It is. Kyle, how do you feel about this kick? Yeah. And the butt that goes with it. That is a nice kick right there. Especially the uh the effect, you know, the the, the kick effect. The swish. The swish, yeah. I like the, like the little vibrating lines on the sound effect, like they're like I don't know to feel the impact. Yeah, that's so good. Well, the next one is pretty fucking harsh though. Yeah, <laughs> he like crushes his side. His oh, rib that. Rib. Yeah, he broke his rib right there. That's freaking insane, dude. Like, the, like the worst part is when Jace like clutches it and there's like blood like dripping out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a slow, painful death, but. He but cracked yeah, him open. How do you do that? You tell well, me. Not, well, yeah, the incineration part is great. He's like just like right in the middle of Jace writhing in pain. He just sticks his hand in his face and then gone. You can see his hair, Vegeta's hair, moving the opposite way. Yes, because it's actual hair. Because it's actual. You get it. I get it. I like how in the next pa- like next page you see like the little like smolder bits of what's left of Jace. <laughs> Suck it. Goku's uh, pretty nice upset about Oh yeah, because you... Vegeta just overkilled it. You didn't need to take it that far. Yeah, Kakarot, that's why you'll never be a super saiyan. You should. Because you're too sentimental. Well, too he has enough F cells, so he probably can. Vegeta's like, Goku, you're a fucking pussy. That's why you can't be super saiyan. I, however, have enough F-cells to become a Super Saiyan. <laughs> what is this, Ratman? Ratman? Yeah, in uh, the manga Ratman. You have to have the S gene. What? Yeah, it's a whole thing. Huh. It's a good comic, though. Oh, I think Vegeta is enjoying this a little you know, too much. The best much. part of that comic is uh, the goons. <laughs> the goons? Yeah, because he, 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 uh, the main character joins like the like a evil organization. You know, quotation mark, like quote quotes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's goons dressed in skull, like like skeleton. You know what I mean? Sure. Like they are all, it's all black, but like they painted like bones on them. Okay. And they don't talk. Like a super like sentai villain. Yeah, like the things they do are fucking shit. <laughs> it's really good. Like they're the best part of that entire manga. How's the uh, how's the art? Yours is not as is decent. It's not bad. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll check it out. All right. Anyway, uh, anyways, uh, Vegeta decides to take on. Feeling pretty proud of himself for for just wrecking Jace. Basically. He decides to take on uh, Ginyu. And he's enjoying oh. it a little too much. Yeah, I'm sure he finds a super cathartic punch in him. He really punches uh, Genku really hard. I swear, he does the same combo on Cell, like, so much later. Yeah? Yeah. That's his I, go-to, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if that's purposeful, or, like, Toriyama just didn't realize he did the same thing. I, I don't know. I like to say it's purposeful. Yeah. I like to believe in Torolamo. And after one good combo, Ginyu was down. <laughs> yeah, broken and felt like a hangover. And Goku's yelling like, that's enough! Don't kill him, Vegeta! I need that body! Now die! Uh, shut up, Kakarot! He launches down, but like not before uh, Ginyu can yell out his signature move. 
Genku goes, change. Now we begin uh, 290. Uh, before before we continue, what do you think of the uh, chapter page of 290 where you see Krillin and Gohan's new threads? Uh, I love it. I love the armor. I they think it looks good on them. But in, yeah, it looks really good. I guess they had it for yeah. their size. Well, yeah. Or whatever. Uh, so change. What do you guys think of that impossible yet insane uh, change thing? What? The, What's impossible? That technique, I'm sorry. Oh, just the, uh, the technique in general? Yeah. I think it's super handy. I think it makes the idea of Ginyu's backstory super interesting. Because you can kind of wonder how many times he's done that before. Yeah. I have a I have a little headcanon I'd like to propose. Don't. Okay. I'll just go for it. I'd like to imagine, because that's a super like magic-y thing, right? It's not really martial arty. Yeah. Or it's a special so, ability. I want to pretend that Ginyu was an apprentice to like a wizard, and he was more, yeah. So like in a Naruto-style fashion, he learns like one really good technique. And he just uses that for. <laughs> yeah. He probably even like took the wizard's body. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And he's just been going from uh, uh, person to person. So anyone he feels is better than the last and one. You think he had no qualms, no problem, like killing his body with the wizard in it? Oh yeah, no, he totally. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking crazy, dude. I kind of. That sounds. I pick, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say that. That sounds pretty good. I kind of pictured my head canon that it's natural to his race. There are a bunch of parasites that have to switch from body to body mm-hmm. so they can live on. And Just I guess a... when he ran in Frieza, he was overwhelmed. Well, and... if it's a race thing, then how do they reproduce? Because if they're always in different bodies. That's a good question. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe know. they lay eggs in the body canon. and they burst. I don't know. You're supposed to make this up. Yeah, come on, Kyle. Hey, I don't think that far. You should. It was just the top but, of my head. That's what uh, I kind of figured. Steven looks up to you. I know. Really? It wants to be you when he goes. Yeah, I kind of figured. You were full of shit, guys. <laughs> but I do agree with you that uh, Frieza was just too powerful to, to take. Like, uh, I imagine, yeah, he's just probably too fast, too strong, that he would see the change move coming like a mile away. Yeah. yeah. But probably found him useful enough if he follows him i mean i don't know something like super like personal must have gone down with him because ginyu seems to respect him a lot maybe it's because he couldn't change into him that he kind of it ended up him respecting him you know but if he was a bad dude like a truly bad guy he'd be doing it at every chance he got remember he uh he wanted a fair fight against goku yeah there's like some weird code of honor that he has it is weird isn't it maybe maybe frieza did the same thing he did with nail just kind of like join me you know and free and Guinea was just super happy he that like, he spared yeah, his life. No, it might be. That could be it. I, I mean, I, I, I personally think it would make sense. Guinea is an interesting guy. I I can't imagine his backstory would be more than like a chapter, but it'd be interesting. It would be interesting. Anyways, oh, all right. So uh, Goku's back in his body, but he looks down for the count. Yeah, and Ginyu is super upset. <laughs> oh, he's limping. And a Gohan knows. He can tell. Goku's back in his old body. Ginyu's back in his. Everything's right with the world. Kind of. Sort of. But as a one-trick pony, Ginyu's like, going, I gotta switch bodies quickly. I'll do it this time with the Vegeta. It's kind of funny that, like, not, like, 
an hour since he's gotten on the planet. Goku's already so badly hurt he can't move. But that's just Goku, you know? This is like everybody's worst vacation. Yeah. And you wished for a trip to Maui, but gets sent to New Jersey in the dead of winter. And uh, Ginyu tries again. But does he succeed? To take Vegeta's part, uh, buddy. But does he succeed? Uh, I guess we'll find out next time on Dragon Ball Podcast. Wait. Well, no. no. <laughs> let's find out right now? Yeah, let's find out right now. Okay. Uh, Goku finds a little frog. And throws it in front of Vegeta. Yes. Which is like the ultimate sort of... Fuck you. Yeah. Like, that's like the worst thing that, that could happen to Guinea besides dying. Yeah. Being able... Being stuck in the body of a frog. I guess he has to <laughs> say it to activate the ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how I wonder. far the frog in Guinea's body got. <laughs> they show you. Do they? Yeah. He, no, and he's in the Frieza movie, remember? No, not not Ginyu, but the frog inside oh, Ginyu. Uh, what I happened to that guy? It's probably still Namek. <laughs> Namek's... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think it blew up with him. I know, but, like, they wish everyone back to life, no? They do, no, but they did that include Frieza's men? Killed... Oh, shit, I don't know. Hopefully everyone listening to this already knows. Yeah. Spoilers. If not spoilers. Anyways, it's all good and well, but, uh, Vegeta even taunts the little frog, scaring him off. And Goku's like, nah, don't kill him. But Vegeta agrees, because he's like, yeah, well, his life now is gonna be, it's gonna fucking suck, so... That's better. Yeah, he seems like real tickled that this even happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for him, dude. Okay, just... now being Vegeta and his smirkiness is like going, well, you're weak again. There's nothing stopping me from wiping you out. But... I mean, Krillin takes the threat seriously, but Goku knows better. He's like, he can't kill us yet. Can't kill us yet. So yeah. You may be a moron, Kakarot, but you definitely know that I need you to fight Frieza for me. So Vegeta... After teasing them, he decides to take him in to heal Goku. Which he does. They throw him in some crazy back to tank and uh, heal him up. Yeah, he, he an... said he destroyed the old, mo- uh, the newer model, so that he, they have to use the older model. So it'll take a while, but it's still, it'll still work. I wish it did. He then, again, to help more, he, he tells Krillin and Gohan, like, hey, uh, we should get you some armor, bros. Metal attire. <laughs> Gohan's con- uh, he's concerned with his image I won't be too good for image. yeah my mom already thinks I'm a delinquent this is not going to help me at all which is is it like do you think he means their credibility as good guys or does he mean he thinks the Saiyan armor looks lame I think yes <laughs> I think their credibility because if he cared about looking lame he wouldn't let his mom dress him. Well, he didn't. Like, he immediately took off that stupid suit. He had no choice in the haircut. You're right. Yeah. He immediately got into his, his piccolo. He knew it was lame as shit, then. Okay, so he thinks the armor is dumb. <laughs> lame, Vegeta. Yeah. Taken yeah. seriously? Yeah. I would think it would be both, you know, oh, great. Now they're going to think we're part of Frieza's idiot gang. That That's, uh, that's the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. the last one. So... Thoughts? I think it's really good. Uh, the the freezer saga is really amping up. I like everything that happened in these. I think the go the the Ginyu change was super shocking and shocking. 
the whole the whole thing after that was fun. The whole body change. It's, it's done really well and interesting and yeah, it works. The, there's some really great art, some great posing. Especially since you didn't see the whole changing thing happen. You know what I the mean? The whole the whole changing thing. I'm saying you didn't see the the changing ability coming. You know. Oh, oh yeah. he's talking about surprise. Right, right, right. Like um, Dave Chappelle would say, "Psych." If you haven't. You know, when, when did he say psych? In the, I thought one of the Dave Chappelle show. You thought? I keep hearing that clip everywhere. Are you saying that's one of his catchphrases? Yes. Psych? That's not. Yeah. Psych! Nope. There's no way that's one of his catchphrases. It's not. I've seen all, the entire show. That's not his. <laughs> Maybe it's from a movie he's done. You know, baked. You know, baked or something. I don't know. It was Dave Chappelle, but I heard. I can recognize his voice. It's probably from date. Maybe it's stand even, up. I can't even hear him say sh- like psych. I can't even imagine that. Also, he did say psych. He said surprise. He said surprise. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Surprise psyched is such like a, a white guy word, man. Yeah. I thought the white guy would be not. That or too. The They're in the same group, I think. Yeah. The same category. Psych, yoink, and not. I think we need to look. I need to look more to show you you guys are wrong. But okay, I'm, on the other, go ahead. You're not prove me wrong. Me. I've seen every episode of the Dave Chappelle show, so I think. Well, yeah. I'll just gotta find said, the voice clip. That said, Kyle, what did you think of the chapters? Well, they were definitely a surpri- uh, surprise. Um, I kind of thought the change itself was really good. Like, um, you know, him stabbing himself, and then you're like going, "What is he thinking?" Then he does the transformation of my going, whoa, I had a Neil moment, so whoa. But Neil? Ap- Neil from the Matrix, you know. Neo. Neo. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, uh, but after that, I'm just like going, okay, this is cool. But then I'm thinking in the back of my mind, oh, they're going to probably get his body back for some reason. I guess it would have been more of a surprise. I mean, I'm trying to think of when I first saw this. Oh, you got you to gotta let me know. Put in perspective yeah. for us. Well, yeah, you know. All right, but yeah, when I first saw this, I guess I thought it would be kind of cool. Uh, you know, now that I think about it now, it would be interesting how they would handle it if he was in Ginyu's body. I know that they had a limited amount of wishes to use for the dragon, but that could have worked as well. Or if Toriyama just wanted to end it here, he could have made... Uh, Goku and Ginyu's body more of a Master Roshi character and let the younger generation take over and he'd be kind of the teacher. Well, it's like we were saying earlier. I don't think he would have they would have made it off of Namek if he didn't get his original body back. Correct, yeah. But I'm just saying without the surprises and stuff, if he went another direction and just kept Frieza, at, I know, sp- jumping ahead here, you know, without his different forms, if they just left him as this and just brought his friend, their friends back, they could have maybe over, you know, ganged up on him. Kind of like in a boss battle in a raid in a MMORPG kind of stuff. You know, wear him down until he was at zero XP and then finish him off. I mean HP, excuse me, not XP. I don't hate that. Like, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'm just saying if he went that direction. No, I'm not I'm, saying uh, that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. But like, seeing how powerful Frieza becomes... I can't imagine even a team up would have been successful. 
true, but I'm just saying that he did announce that he was up to four hundred eighty thousand. I mean, Wasn't that, did not like, know. Yeah, I mean, Sarbon. I now that I think about it, Sarbon did say that Frieza does have another form. You know, yeah, a, yeah. I did forget about that part, but you know, I was just thinking about if they had, uh, you know. I think uh, Dragon Ball is a very is very much a one on one sort of thing. But if That's... if it was done more modern day, I could totally see what you're saying. Just have like a whole like group effort. Yeah, that might have been yeah. even more satisfying in the end. Right, like a one piece team up. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Could you have that and Super Saiyan? Would that still be good? We might, know. or maybe maybe this. I mean, they everyone refers to the Super Saiyan as a legend. I mean. That could have been a title, for all we know, that they could have bestowed on their greatest warriors. So in this version of yours where they wish all their friends back to life and to Namek, does Super Saiyan still happen? Um, maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe. Kyle, this is again, this is your, this right, is your, right. your headcanon. Um, Come on. Okay. I honestly, no. I honestly okay. don't think so. I think the team up would have, maybe it could have been, maybe, actually, now that, uh, I'm gonna refer. I'm gonna go back to my question and change my answer because I'm totally wrong. What happens if Gohan achieves Super Saiyan? Ah, I don't know. I mean, he's he not, has hidden power. I don't think that's possible. He's not nearly st as strong as the other two Saiyans. Yeah. Right, just, but it, you know, he could have gotten a, you know, transformation burst from it. Um, it just would make more he's, sense than just Vegeta having a Super Saiyan form, and then he could freely kill everyone else. You've lost me, Kyle. I was on your side until now. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, I just yeah. maybe honestly, I just can't see the Super Saiyan. I mean, I'm just still thinking about the plot about what happens if Goku was still trapped in Ginyu's. I guess I kind of figured, you know, well, they, that's what you said. They, they make a hero. wish to bring him to make him human. Mm -hmm. Then they make a wish to bring all their friends back, and then make a wish to bring them all to Namek. Of course, you'd have to ignore like the the Namekian limitation that you can only w bring back one person at a time, right? And uh, and also the all right, I'm jumping ahead again, but the uh, you know the the trigger. I think the main trigger was Goku's transformation was the death of his best friend. You know, throughout the desperation and throughout anything, yeah. you, you know, he's thinking he's gonna die, but then you know he tortures his son. And then the final thing was just mercilessly kill his best friend, someone that he grew up with, someone he cared considers a brother. You know, triggered that rage and that. You know, you know what we're talking about? What we're talking about the end of Bleach, uh, the end of the Eisen the fight in Bleach. Oh shit! Isn't that all that was? Is this everyone fighting the final villain until yeah, Ichigo like, gets that final form? Trying to fight him, yeah. and Ichigo, Ichigo shows up when his final gets potential. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Maybe that's so what Kyle, I... what you want is Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I never watched it. Go go read Bleach. Alright. But I was kind of thinking... That's because more it came out after the... 1995. <laughs> well, <laughs> will you stop, Ruffers? You're making me feel old. I'm just saying. Maybe watch something once in a while. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to grasp my reading and stuff. Oh, what are you reading? Um, I'm reading a... a Terry Pratchett book called The Color of Magic. Okay, well, if you're reading something, then I don't care. As long, <laughs> then, uh, cause that's good. I, I, yeah, as long as you're doing something. Yeah. yeah. Do something with your life. 
<laughs> That's not what I meant. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, just do. Yeah, I'm just trying to grasp, uh, uh, expand more of my media than just manga. Good. That's good. Like you said, I gotta stop. Yeah, I gotta stop rereading the stuff I really like and over and over again. I gotta go. branch myself out. There you go. Kyle is right, more uh, better than all of us. Yeah, he is. All right. Uh, Renee, what, uh, actually, was it Renee or you that haven't said your final thoughts? I think, I think I we both it. said something. We both said something, you know? Oh, my bad. Okay. But yeah, so our verdict is that this was still a good chapter. And, you know, well, yeah. there's still more to come. So, uh, Renee. Yeah. Where can people find us? I think they can find us on Twitter. Dragon Ball Pod. At Dragon Talk Pod. At Dragon Talk Pod. They could email us on Dragon Talk Podcasts. We also have a Twitter. That's the first thing he said. Oh. <laughs> I do I do like you guys out. Oh. Find us on SoundCloud, Dragon Talk. Fuck the other Dragon Talk. Yeah, there's a second one. Don't, yeah. don't listen to them. Yeah. They didn't even yeah, talk they're... about dragons. Yeah, they That's talk about be... Dungeon and Dragons, yeah. They call it Dragon Talk, even though they don't talk about Dragon Ball. That's ridiculous. Right. Right? Whatever. Uh, I don't think people understand. I'm joking around. Nope. Yeah, I'll uh, take that. I won't take too offended to that one. Find us on Patreon. Yes. Dragon Talk. You can. What we have available there are commentaries for the movies. All the movies. No, well, not all of them, but some of the movies. All the G, the the DB movies. And then the first DBZ movie. It's really good commentary. It's all right. No, we got to hype it up, dude. Eh. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint them. No, it doesn't matter as long as they get it. They're 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 good enough. As long as they pay for it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're worth a listen. <laughs> we have this whole weird discussion on how Kyle hates the first DBZ movie. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, is that all? Is all the places? And we are somewhere else, like Stitcher, no? Yeah, we're on Stitcher. Leave us reviews. GarageBand or whatever. Reviews. Reviews are important. We do read them, folks. iTunes. It helps helps us get uh, uh, found. And also, we like hearing from people. Yeah, we can't grow unless you give us some constructive feedback. We're lonely up in here. I refuse to grow. No. Yeah, I guess that's it, right? That's pretty much it. Yep. Cool. All right, then. Peace, Uh, peace. Peace, peace. Peace, peace.